it's uh, probably really good. You know, I I I can only uh, assume because I I don't have that information, but uh, prob- probably really good. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. ever eat ramen more than once in a day? Uh, I mean, probably, probably, maybe. I don't know. Are you uh, big into the the ramen? No, I I eat ramen only occasionally, not uh, not every day. It's it's been a change because lately I have not been uh, eating solid uh, uh foods so uh, uh yeah they've been too busy so uh i uh i uh <laughs> I, I i don't know the, the the ramen is more substantial uh meal than i have been eating lately but uh i i i see i see we're both uh here how, how about uh how about we're we're rolling, uh, inviting people into our ongoing uh, conversation and uh, the uh, the uh, intricacies of our private lives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to work. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, does it sound uh, uh, across from George Shooter Nolan? Podcast reporting terrible. for duty. Reporting for duty. Uh, reporting for duty. Yeah, yeah. As you see, I am uh, very dutiful today. Uh, you know, as you can you can see. You know. Yeah, it was a cardboard box on your head. Well, you know. Uh, there have been uh, some uh, things that have occurred that I am working on. Uh, you know, my uh, my chair doesn't fit quite as nicely as it did before, and I'm wearing a cardboard box. So I'm clearly uh, working through some issues, and uh, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Well, I hope uh, once you work out your issues, you'll keep the cardboard box over your head. You know, uh, I don't know. It's 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 nice to have hopes. I'm I'm glad. Uh, not not for this hope in particular. You know, I don't feel one way or the other about it. But uh, I'm I'm glad that you have uh, hope. Uh, yeah. Any any uh, any of your classic shout out uh let's see norman oklahoma oh my where the the wind comes blowing down the lane yep i think that's that's what happens out there yeah you uh you've been in norman oklahoma lately oh uh you know i haven't been many places lately i uh uh you know the uh the, no rest for the wicked. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, have yeah. You been, yeah. Have I been anywhere? Oh yeah. Have you been anywhere ever? Have you ever been anywhere? Uh, maybe Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
I've been there. My, my, what a fine place. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah, the whole Oklahoma tour, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I hear that's, uh, that's big. You know, so, oh, I heard some uh, good news lately. Oh, let's let's have the let's have the juicy gossip. I I I live for this sort of thing. Okay. Have you heard? Have you seen Rush Hour One? Uh that's the uh, Vin Diesel race car show, right? No, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. All right. Well, they play I'm, cops. Yeah. Yeah. What What about it? They're making Rush Hour 4 now. Oh, golly. I cannot wait. You know, I, uh, I'm i wrapped up in uh, in franchises. I just I just need another another thing I've already seen done again. It's, you know, yeah. I'm all about that. Well, I'm just I'm just happy that Jackie Chan's getting more money. He's you know, he's a like a, a global treasure. I'm, it's one of the know, greatest, uh, you know, uh, artists of our day. He's probably got plenty of money. I don't, I don't know that he needs any more, but uh, well, he deserves I, more, you know. I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think once you get to a point, you, you become beyond deserving, and then you just have it. I, uh, you know, I like Jackie Chan. He's, he's good and stuff. Well, have you seen that uh, Jackie Chan adventure where they're uh like the uncle keeps hitting him in the face or something and they're after all the artifacts so they can have a shaolin showdown and uh i think the medallion is a multiverse thing are you talking about that movie the medallion uh no it's a it's a cartoon uh maybe there's like a like an animal friend or uh, some kind of monster or, or green floating guy that has a catchphrase and uh, they they fight uh, demons or something. It's good stuff. No, I haven't. Top notch. Top notch? I haven't heard of it. Yeah, well, you know, it's... Uh, <clears throat> uh, so there, there were a couple of, of, of things you've, you've been mentioning lately that uh, you wanted to, to get off of your uh, chest. Uh, why don't you tell me about the one you were speaking about most recently? I think you were texting me yesterday about an idea. Yeah. So that Chris Tucker guy, he's also going to be in the uh, Rush Hour 4. So I'm glad he's going to get some more money. He's like one of my favorite actors. It's a shame yeah. he's not in more stuff. Yeah, I like Chris Tucker. You know, you ever seen uh, Dead Presidents? It's a band, isn't it? No, I'm pretty sure it may have been a band, but it was a movie. Okay. Uh, zombies. No, no zombies. It's a, it's a bank heist movie. It's a, a group of friends. They go to Vietnam and they come back and they decide to rob a bank. Uh, you know, I I'm, I'm glad uh, you know we're we're seeing uh, bonding on uh, the film screen. It's nice. It's nice to see friends spending time together. Yeah, 
yeah, he was uh, he was pretty good in that. He plays the uh, was a fast talking comic relief guy. That's his thing. He talks fast, yeah. and he's he's a comedian. He's a fast talking comedian. Yeah, he's he's got a very funny voice, very high pitched. Oh yeah, yeah, he does uh, lots of uh, lots of voices. Uh, or I think no, it's just the one voice. He, yeah, he he just does <laughs> the one voice. That's that's what if if I know anything about Chris Tucker, it's, he just does the one the one voice. You know. Yeah, but it's a it's a pretty good one. Ah, I I believe it. Yeah, it's my uh, favorite movie. Um, but but you you were you were talking about something uh, political. Uh, oh yes, I, and I I actually cannot remember what it is. You know, I I don't think my thoughts are able to escape this box. All right. So. You know uh, all the uh, crime problems, the those cities like uh, was it New York and San Francisco and Portland they're having, like uh, like I think in like San Francisco for a while they basically legalized shoplifting. Oh yeah, yeah. You know it's like in uh, San Francisco, from what I understand, it's like a it's a misdemeanor if you steal under $900 worth of merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, cops uh, don't really, won't really go out there for that. Those kind of calls. Right. Right. You know, or like, uh, in New York city, the, uh, you always see something in the New York post every other day is like some guy, he's like, uh, they, they, they got rid of like bail. So they have like uh, every day now in like the New York Post, they highlight like a case where some guy like pushes someone in front of a subway after he's been like, you know, in jail the day before for uh, uh, for like, you know, stabbing someone or something, you know. Right. You know, it's like, uh, is, I mean, is like, it, I, is it really I, quite, quite that, uh, that like, like that, like, uh, like a violent crime where somebody is seriously injured they just let them go yeah i've seen that i've seen the new york post po- i think i'm pretty sure new york po- i've seen the new york post article articles like you know highlighting these those kind of cases but well, i mean they may I, be uh they probably rare you know but and anything that uh, works largely like uh I, I i'm i'm not too uh familiar with any of these um uh these these i i i don't know uh heavily editorialized uh private funding networks um but everything well, that i've seen of the new york post is uh, look what they're doing now it, like like yeah. all of it is like here's my opinion on something ha-, and then and they do like a spin and they start with something that catches you and it's dishonest and you read more about it and it yeah. turns out that they were just sort of uh, exaggerating the situation. Like uh, they're yeah. definitely a rag. They're very sensationalized. I, I, well, I mean, for... everything that's like editorialized is yeah. uh, something that should be, I I don't know, largely dismissed. Anything where they're and here's what they're doing. Yeah, you know, all all the all the thing. Here, let me tell you my feeling. There's a yeah. there's a place for that type of crap like this this high art that we're doing here but uh uh 
anything that calls itself news and is just a bunch of uh, opinions or propaganda or uh, spin is uh, is is trash. Yeah. Well, New York Post is for. Uh, I remember for a while they used to have like a, a picture of a different homeless person on the cover each day. It's like, look how look look what, what's happening to the city, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a, what what uh, I mean, that's kind of cruel, but uh, I mean, what you're just taking pictures of uh, homeless people and saying, look what's happening to the city. That's kind of weak, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's like. Look, look, look how outrageous this is, you know, like it would be like a, a homeless person who like uh, urinates in a, like a like a potted plant or something outside. <laughs> I think I, I think I've literally seen a New York Post uh, cover. It's like a homeless guy pissing outside. Oh, when, when you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, what's what's you know, what's what's become of the city, you know? Yeah. But New York yeah. Post, their uh, headlines, they're they're probably the best headlines in the news business. They always like rhyme or something. I don't know. I, I think the, uh, the, uh, oh, what, what's that one that it'd uh, be like, uh, I gave birth to a vampire baby or uh, I married the Loch Ness monster. National Enquirer. Yeah. No, they have the, they have the best headlines. Well, think about New York Post. It's not, it's not really the outrageousness of the headlines. It's like the alliteration. They're oh. more well written. They, sure. uh, you know, what I'm saying that's like they're cl- more clever. Like, you remember uh, how they used to call Michael Jackson Wacko Jacko? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a uh, New York Post. They're the ones who said that. We sure do like uh, a little nicknames. <laughs> so, but uh, well, anyways, you, but you're, uh, but you're familiar with like all these, like you know these cities like portland has like this drug problems everyone's on heroin and like you know stealing and all that stuff right yeah yeah so but yeah i was uh i was thinking that uh this legalized shoplifting well they're not it's not really legalized it's a i guess a tower tolerance of shoplifting that's the uh that's like the uh alternative form of welfare you know what I'm saying instead of actually getting people like welfare and stuff like that, like like benefits, instead it's uh uh you can uh, you can shoplift instead, you know. Well, I, I mean something <coughs> like as, as soon as you said that, uh something did come to mind that was I don't know, it's, it's essentially that. So you've got uh what what they like to do, um not not to get too uh uh, you know, I, I I don't mean to demean anybody that has any particular beliefs, but uh, like you've got you've got the same set of donors, and uh, you've got two large corporate entities that uh, that uh, you know do what the donors want, and they each have their own method of uh, doing that, and uh, they they do the same uh, rough policy, and the main difference is going to be the uh, the uh, sort of cultural spin on it uh they, they uh, tell people these are your issues they get people worked up about their issues and instead of actually being interested in uh, addressing like the meaningful um uh oh i i, I don't know the, the the material conditions of of human life uh 
they they uh, use all this this uh, culture stuff and so one of the things is going to be well we're just going to uh let let this this go on instead of actually addressing the the uh the subject of their their poverty which would be expensive it would be difficult it would require some new infrastructure uh to be put in place uh, as opposed to um I, I i don't know a system that is essentially uh, made to give out contracts to the lowest bidder and then the lowest bidder is going to do it for even less than they bid so they can put most of the money in their pocket like like it it it's serious work to address the problems that lead to poverty related crime and instead you just sort of say i'm going to avoid all the optics of uh empowering and underfunded uh, law enforcement to go and attack these uh desperate people uh i'm uh, but i'm not going to pay any money to to deal with their situation so that they can accurate uh, 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 so that they can actually participate in society so i'm just going to let their stuff go it's not yeah. going to affect uh me going to the uh, department store where i can afford to uh uh spend uh you know tens of thousands of dollars every year it's not going to affect my spending what it's going to affect is all the regular uh consuming voting public who uh who is working and 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 living their lives in the city i'm just just going to allow it to impact them not me because it's cheaper and it avoids certain kinds of violence it's uh so yeah yeah i i i was thinking much the same thing where uh, where a city where uh, where where some kind of uh help is needed instead uh, uh petty crime is encouraged because it's uh cheaper yeah and also so it also like goes a little bit even uh, a little bit deeper than that too you know not only is it uh, the cheapest solution you know and uh it's uh, also uh, uh, helps put small businesses out of business. Oh sure, you know, and that's and like the donors, they're the big businesses, right? So the the big businesses like Walmart and Amazon, it doesn't really uh, affect them because they can hire security and all that stuff, and uh, they can actually they have enough uh, product and money to weather uh, like high rates of stealing, right? Whereas yeah. like a small business, uh, like, you know, a couple, you know, big shoplifting trips, they're going to go out, you know, they're going to close down, you know? So uh, that, that also like helps, uh, helps those, the donors like maintain their monopolies over the long run, you know, like have like, you know, let the, uh, let turn a blind eye to shoplifting for a while. And then uh, like, you know, wait till all the small businesses sh shut down and then, you know, you'll have, you know, just a couple of Walmarts in each town, you know, and then you can uh, uh, ratchet up the, what was it, ratchet up the uh, law enforcement when that happens, you know? Oh, sure. I mean, uh, places like San Francisco are going to be primarily populated by a small portion of uh, very wealthy, a, a large portion of workers, and then probably a substantial uh, uh population of people that just can't afford to live there but they live there uh and uh, as you say uh, you know walmart's not going to go under because people are uh shoving candy bars or whatever in their pockets yeah uh they're they're 
fine. Um, and the uh, the outlets, because you know your uh, uh, your your fat cats are not going to go to uh, to Walmart, where uh, I don't know the 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 Pelosi's brunch or uh, buy their groceries, or rather have you know somebody do it for them. They're going to be uh, high end places that are behind gates and not subject to this kind of poverty. Um, yeah. Yeah, this this isn't this isn't like uh, you're letting uh, these sorts of crimes into gated communities. You're 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 letting it into places that uh, that the masses have to work and shop, uh, and the only groups that could really afford to be robbed blind are the same sort of groups that uh, I don't know can afford to. Uh, to destroy merchandise regularly so that they can uh, keep the prices uh, high or yeah. where they need them to be. Or, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's your big boxes. They're fine. They're fine. Yeah. Well, you know, those who, who, who actually really helps out is uh, Amazon. They don't even have to worry about shoplifting. How's that? Oh, well, well you yeah, can't really they... shoplift from an Amazon. You can, you know, yeah. steal from the, you know, someone's porch, but that's kind of different. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're, 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 you're right on there. Uh, Amazon is, uh, is a is a big winner. Um, they uh, they're able to drive prices down as low as they want. And if there's a if there's a, uh, I don't know, some kind of a retailer, uh, that retailer, uh, if they want to be online, they have to list on Amazon. And if Amazon uh, I don't know, wants to get the share of what this group makes, they can just produce a lot of it, sell it at a loss, drive the business out of existence, and then raise the prices because they own the market. That's how they did it with the, uh, the uh, what was it called? Diapers.com? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, diapers.com, I believe, uh, they sold on Amazon. They had to sell on Amazon because, of course, if you're going to sell online and you're a company, you have to sell on Amazon. Mm. Amazon decided they wanted to be the diaper guy. <laughs> they want... So uh, so they started producing diapers and, or selling them, rather. And uh, and they sold them at a loss to destroy diaper.com. And uh, after diaper.com left, old Amazon gets to choose how much uh, diapers cost oh yeah that's like that's basically how walmart operated yeah yeah well they they still do it's the it's the biggest company on the planet walmart yeah it basically they'll go into each town and uh undersell local competition until they got business and uh raise their prices once they were the only game in town you know yeah i i saw a documentary once and i can't tell you much about it because i I don't remember what it was called, but uh, I think it's Walmart: the high cost of low prices. Is it? Is it? Yeah, that that sounds familiar. That's the one that talks about the uh, uh, the empty parking lots that uh, that after the Walmart leaves a small town and decimates their economy. Is that right? I think so. I have, I'm not sure if I've seen it, but that it, t- title sounds familiar. That may or may not be the thing, but uh, Walmart was known to do that. They'd move into a small area. They'd uh, take over all the commerce, and uh, once the money dried up 
and uh, it was no longer in their best interest to stay. They'd leave, and then there was just a big parking lot, empty building, and a far poorer rural community. Oh yeah, is that that's the was that the documentary you watched? Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I can't remember if that was a subject or if they were just sort of doing an overall look at Walmart. This this was probably a, a while ago because uh, we've kind of moved on from uh, from caring about uh, any damage or or risk that uh, comes from having a Walmart in town. We've 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 kind of moved on from that. We don't feel the same effect you know yeah and you know now walmarts are moving out of the small towns too well that's that's what i said they 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 were doing that uh when when walmart was first around there were walmarts yeah. everywhere they'd uh destroy business suck a community dry and then leave oh yeah but yeah you know those going in now uh where the walmarts leave uh who dollar general Oh yeah, yeah. Dollar General and Tree and and all those guys. There's a there's a few of those. I I imagine that's going to be a uh, a growing market. The uh, I think Dollar General is the like fastest growing uh, retailer in the country right now. Is it? At least for it's been for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of towns, they don't have any stores but the Dollar General. That. Uh... That doesn't seem right. There should be, uh, I don't know, some some preservation of uh, small communities, uh, some some meaningful local economy, as opposed to, you know, I I don't know, subsistence industries or uh, one big thing, like uh, like a lot of these places uh, live and die by the existence of. Uh, a mining operation or a slaughterhouse and, and all that and like like the total dependence on one industry or the absence of industry and the only thing that, that you can afford to put out there to serve the population is going to be like a a gas station or a dollar store uh i i don't know it it, it seems like there's not a whole lot of a lot of planning that uh that goes into to this yeah, it's uh, not planned at all. It's uh, profits in command, you know. So whatever profits dictate, that's what we're going to get, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. There should be some 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 city planning, something that uh, leads to uh, like how how do we sustain and improve over yeah. a period of time our small communities and some such. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, there should be some, there should be something called like a five year plan, you know. I I I would I would think so. I think uh, I think uh, having having a an an intention as it relates to uh, the livability uh, of an area uh, yeah. is good. Should be should be a little bit more than uh, I don't know. I've 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 got a business or I'm such and such, and I get on. The local council or i run for mayor or something like that yeah. there should be there should be more incentive than uh i want to get attached to government so i can improve my business it, it should be just a little bit more than that yeah but how much of your shopping do you do at the dollar general 
Uh, none. I mean, uh, like like I was saying, I, I've I've been I've been uh, eating mostly eating. I've been I've been mostly consuming uh, ramen uh, and. Uh, I'm pretty and sure they have that Dollar General. Yeah, well, maybe maybe I should uh, find a Dollar General and buy all my ramen and protein drinks there. I, in fact, I, I've been even eating lately the uh, it's it's American made ramen, and uh, you know by all means, but uh, like like you know how ramen can sometimes uh, upset your innards and and do unfriendly things. The uh, the ramen I've been buying that has uh, the little made in America and a flag on it, it, it upsets my innards even more. Oh I, really? I I I, uh, I just sort of been on on the run. You know, you talk about planning. I need to, I need to, I need to plan. You know, it's not all, it's not all growing twice your size and putting a box on your head. You need to, you need to take a little personal responsibility and plan out your you know, you should eat some beets or something what's the uh, brand of ramen that's made in america i don't know but uh it was the cheapest uh and it had uh, the most uh little individual packs of noodles for the uh cheapest price i see like how do you how do you what do you do you add anything to your ramen uh yeah yeah I've been uh lately it, it's been a quick go but I try to put something in it uh lately I at least crack an egg uh but uh, when I've got a bit more time I saw up uh some uh beet or onion and put it in there as well um you put beets yeah okay beets and onions. That's, that's, that's that's what I've been doing: beets, onions, and cracking an egg. And if I have, if I don't have time to do anything other than set water to boil and uh, drop stuff in it, um, I'll 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 try and at least do an egg. But uh, you know, sometimes I guess it's just the the ramen. I, you know, what's interesting about this uh, is you know how the the little spice pack. It's it's yeah. got the uh, it's got the uh, edges that uh, you can just tear open yeah uh, these ones are a little bit more simply designed and you cannot tear them open you have to uh cut them open with scissors that's uh um, i guess it's worth the savings though right well uh well you know i think it's about time for us to do a special pud break so We'll be right back. All right. You like that dramatic pause? Yep. Hello? Hey, what's up? Uh, nothing. What's up with you? Yeah, I just got back from the break. I guess it's back to work. Back to back to work. Happy happy break, everyone. Uh, well, uh, yeah, there was a there was another thing you were talking about. You you sent me a uh, a cartoon, a uh, a drawing, a comic about uh, that uh, 
Are you winning, son? Yeah, that you know that that meme. Uh, except except oh. it was a bit more wholesome than that. Let's let's it's have a, it. Yeah, I I don't remember exactly, but it's like uh, some guy. He's uh, there's six figures, right? Some guy. He's like at the computer in his room, and his dad comes in and asks him how he's doing, and there's like a he's having a dinner party or something downstairs, oh, right? How sweet. And then like the and then the uh and the kid and the guy at the computer is like uh yeah I'll stay up here and not bother you guys right something like that yeah yeah something like that yeah like for some they they were they were all stick figures but for some reason the the guy at the computer he seemed frail well you know stick figures quite don't fragile have a lot of meat on their bones what stick figures don't have a lot of meat on their bones they that's true it's cruel to call stick figures frail <laughs> well you know this stick figure seems especially frail i don't know if like the they use a thinner uh pencil tool on the ms paint for it or something i'm not sure but me i think it was the posture and it, yeah, the it? whole vibe it had like a very frail vibe that stick figure did did you just Bring this up so you could make fun of that poor skinny stick uh, <laughs> figure. Mm, I no, I'm just a, it's not making fun of. I'm just describing accurately. It's giving you my impressions, you know. I I, I thought you had a, a hot take on on it because the uh, the interaction was uh, the father is checking up on the son and the son is doing homework or playing video games or something. And the son expresses that he's too anxious to to join the uh, the the party or the, the the family thing. I think they were talking with some old friends. Oh yeah. And then the father is like, "I'll I'll bring you some uh, of that food you like uh, a bit later." And mm -hmm. the son is like, "Thanks." And then they they uh, I don't know. It, it it ends like that. I I think you had some kind of a hot shooter take on this. <laughs> This that you're gonna tear it to pieces, you know. Oh no! I just thought I just wanted to share with you the bleak vibe of that uh, of that comic, you know. What's a, what's so bleak about it? He, he gets a treat later. Like, imagine video being games. so anxious you can't even go downstairs to eat dinner with everyone, well, you know. You why to... would why would he why would he want to? They're they're his father's friends. Why why does this kid have to talk talk to those well, old fogies? How hard is to like you know pop downstairs? You know, eat like uh, your rice peel off and say, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh yeah, school's good. And then you know, go go back upstairs later. You know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, like like I'll be at the grocery store and somebody will say something to me and I'll pretend I didn't hear him and keep going. I like why why should you? <laughs> oh my god! Like, you don't you don't want to go around engaging. You're, with... you're that guy then. No, I'm not. I'm not that guy. That that guy. That you know, I'm not that guy. But well, for Thanksgiving dinner, uh, did you uh, did you have did you uh, did you just you stay up? Did you stay in your room the whole time? Oh, and I then just, like what? <laughs> I just, like, I just worked and and uh, at the end of the day, I had a can of tuna. Oh yeah, and I was thankful that for that that can of tuna you know oh, yeah. gosh darn it yeah i guess it's uh what was it 
nice welcome change of pace from uh ramen yeah yeah oh absolutely it's uh it's it's a wet wet tuna golly you know that's what i'm grateful for yeah i think like the only accessible reason for that guy to get the computer instead of eating dinner with everyone downstairs is if he's like working on something I I don't remember what he was doing. I think it was a it was either video game or homework. I I, I think they were trying to. Uh, I think the point of the thing uh, was uh, aren't aren't these sensitive, anxious kids frail? And I I think it was kind of pointing yeah. out something like that. I think it was uh, it was it was a it was a little criticism of. No, I think it was a celebration of like how fragile these sensitive kids are they're trying to make it seem cool you know it's like yes you can have a functional family with you know uh dysfunctional uh sensitive kids you know well i mean maybe it uh it seemed perfectly wholesome but uh i don't know i kind of got the the vibe that it was uh it was meant to uh mock no it's more i think it's like i think the uh the person who made that was that sensitive kid like uh it's kind of a you know like uh it's kind of like a self-portrait he like he was at the computer drawing that very uh that very comic you know he's trying to show like uh he's trying to say he's trying to say like there's nothing wrong with me you can have like a function you can have like a perfectly happy family with you know people like me you know you know i mean maybe it it was just sort of uh cutting the paste it did that um i i don't know the 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 meme where the father comes in he's smoking a cigarette and he's got a mug filled to the brim with whiskey and he asks if his child is winning the video game and then the child responds in a humorous way, and everybody laughs. I, I, I think it was. Uh, well, look at this particular spin. This this soft, this soft, frail child is uh, so afraid to uh, interact with the the, uh, the committee that uh, he'd rather just hide and play video games. And that father is allowing it. He's allowing the child to not come and speak to friend and he's going to even bring him food afterwards uh yeah so i'm so angry i think i, I think that was yeah the, i did not get that at all i did not get the anger at all well, like, my... i just thought i just thought that person it's like I mean, you know just a, said, a like, debate was trying to say this is, like, this is good right maybe maybe you know, you know that, that's that's what I like about you, George. You always see the the glass is half full. <laughs> You're just a real hopeful guy, happy go lucky. The kind of person who'd make a stick figure comic like that is going to be like that kid in the uh, in the comic. I I don't know. I think I think it was made. It was it was to 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 make fun of make make fun of poor. It's just. It just breaks me up inside when I see, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think it was, uh, it was in support. I think it was, uh, a derisive work. Mm. I mean, like, uh, I, 
I don't think uh, everybody should have to be the same, you know. Not everyone has to be an outgoing extrovert, you know. That's just quite a it, quite a scoop you're dropping. Whoa. Yes. Whoa, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing you in a whole new light. <laughs> I mean, it takes all types of fruit to make fruit Whoa. salad, right? Oh, jeez. Yeah, you, you should do uh, do uh, what those little commercials in the 90s that uh, help kids not beat each other up. Oh yeah. Or you know, you could you could go on a speaking tour uh of uh, elementary schools. Uh did, did you did you get those in schools where some adults would show up and they'd have some kind of a message and everybody would just sit and watch them have the message? I think so. Wasn't that nice? Doesn't that make you feel nice? No. I would have rather been in class learning, you know? I I don't know. I was doing uh my worksheets and stuff during those uh lectures. I extra credit, yeah. You know? I well see. I remember I was in uh I, I, the 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 real little you know elementary school. It it it's a it's a proper class, but uh, one of the the smaller numbers. And I went to uh, the area during during the lecture you know i i believe that's what we called them the lecture in uh whatever grade where, where they had craft supplies your your glue and scissors and stuff and i uh poured glue all over my hand and then i clasped my hands together and i went to sit back down thinking that oh i'll i'll listen to the rest of what uh the teacher has to say as my hands glue together, right? Yeah. But uh, it didn't go unnoticed. And I was, in fact, punished for uh, all of it, you know, for wasting school supplies, <laughs> uh, walking away from uh, uh, the, uh, the lesson. And I was, I was not allowed to, uh, to let my hands be glued together I, I i was i was made to go clean my hands that sounds like a very good uh outcome for your outburst i i don't well i wouldn't call it an outburst but i just wanted to you know i was i was a little little thing and i just wanted my hands i wanted to glue my hands together is what's wrong what's wrong with that you know let the wasting school supplies let the children be free that's what i say like you, you know, said, uh, it takes all kinds. What uh, children require is discipline and conformity and you know, reliability. You know, you know, that's, you started, school, you started one what's... place and then you immediately, you, now you're at another place. I don't even know who I'm talking to. It's like uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> Which one's yeah. the good one? Uh, uh, Mr. Dr. Hyde is the, is the bad. Well, it you know it depends on your values, I suppose. Mm. If uh, you're hedonistic and violent, uh, then Mr. Hyde is is the good one. And and you know with this huge reversal in values, I imagine that you would think that Mr. Hyde was the good one. No, he's horrible. Uh, see now, now I don't know. I don't know what to think. First, you're like everybody needs to be themselves, and then you're like strict conformity. <laughs> And can now you you're be, like the violence is wrong. I I don't. Can I, you still be yourself, but it, within the bounds of discipline, conformity, and, and, and reliability. And you, you, want, you wonder why why I don't want to go talk to the 
the the committee to just want to sit and play video games in the cartoon you know uh, you you want you wonder you laugh it's because of people like you that you never know where you stand you uh, you know making me anxious and <laughs> giving me the the runs with all this cheap well, american it, ramen what the hell's wrong about, with you it's like i think of me as exposure therapy i'm uh exposing you to uh all sorts of people helping me become more comfortable. Now, you, with now, these you, now you're exposing. Situations. You, now you're exposing yourself. This, this <laughs> is this has gone off in a terrible direction. We are talking to the the Mister Hyde here of the of the of the shooter experiment. He's he's gone evil. He's gone rogue. He's lost his mind. I don't I don't know. I'm sorry, folks. I don't I don't know. I I can't apologize enough for for his behavior. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, I'm just uh, I'm just I'm I'm just a doctor. I didn't make the needle sharp. Well, yeah, but you you did you didn't have to. I don't know, spit on it first, so yeah. you know. Uh, well, uh, well, that, I, well, that, I wanted to ask you something. You, you ask ask away. I uh, I yearn to be asked. So you have you go to the grocery store, right? Uh yeah, yeah, I, I go I grow go a grossing. So when someone says hello do people say hello to you at all? No, no, I uh I mean I, I, I don't look in the eye uh anybody. I just I just sort of like watch where the flow is going. I kind of expect people to like I don't know, walk into me or something like that. So I, so I, I kind of, I kind of maneuver around moving obstacles. I, you know, I keep with the flow. I don't get in anybody's way. I don't interact. I don't look them in the eye. I, I'm there to, to buy my uh, cheap as possible ramen and get the, get the hell out of there. How about the cashier? Like when they say hello to you or they address you otherwise, do you respond back or you just uh, put your stuff on the, the counter and tap your card oh no i i mean that would that would be insulting but i uh <laughs> no i i never if if, if the, the place i've been going uh has a self-checkout and if self-checkout is available i never go to uh the non-self-checkout because i don't want to interact with uh the cashier i just want to finish up the errand and leave oh yeah yeah do you when, do you have uh do you ever have trouble with the self checkout? Oh, you know, if I do, I'm I'm as cordial as can be, but uh and it's and I thought I had trouble like uh you 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 uh you put thing in a something in a bag and it tells you uh that there's more on there than there needs to be or I don't know, the thing freezes or whatever. So, you know, you have to try and get somebody's attention and uh you know they'll they'll come over and uh, push a button and and let you go back to it, but uh, that 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 only happens probably oh what like a fifth of the time. Oh uh, yeah. So, but you know, there's actually a good reason never to use a self checkout again. I saw on the internet. Or the. Well. Uh, a lot of people have been falsely accused of shoplifting after after they use the self checkouts. 
Well, I mean, they've got the receipt and they've, they've got the stuff that they're carrying out. Are, are you talking about like, like days later? Yeah, days later. Oh. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, uh, uh, they'll be accused of like entering like false stuff on the self checkout or something, you know? Oh well, uh, or I, or I, actually, it's like not ringing stuff up and putting it in their bag, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do not do that. Um, and uh, these people will be innocent too, you know? Oh, I mean, they say they're innocent. I mean, there's like been a few cases where they've been proven innocent. It's just a whole, whole hassle. You don't want to, you know, don't want to risk. How do you how do you prove innocence? Like, I guess they have to go through the security camera footage. Well, yeah, but if if you've got something hidden uh, on your person, mm. how how could you prove that you're innocent? Well, you know that. It's you prove, like you have to it's you have to disprove that there is reasonable doubt, you know, because uh, you, you're not proving you're innocent. You just have to prove that it's possible you haven't done it, right? Well, According to the justice system, is that correct? Yeah, uh, no, you're you're innocent like you're until proven innocent guilty. Until guilty. Yeah, yeah. So they, they have could, they have to prove you guilty. Right, right. They they could prove you guilty if uh, it's obvious that you're guilty, but. Uh, I don't. I don't know that they could prove you innocent of shoplifting. Yeah. That uh, in, unless there was, I I don't know, uh, surveillance on uh, people at a grocery store beyond what I'm aware of. I, I don't. I don't think that they could prove that somebody did not steal something. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I saw this uh, commercial like 20 years ago. And this guy, he's like wearing like he's like pulls up like a hooded sweatshirt, and you see him like uh, you see like this dramatic like this dramatic suspenseful music. He goes into the store, he like looks down, covers his head with his hoodie, and he starts taking all his like stuff, and then he just like runs out the door, and it turns out he had like a chip, a chip, yeah, and the chip, and he was like. Uh, he was charged for the uh, items on his chip, like, oh, oh, the 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 little tap chip in in the card. Yeah, except in this this is like a fantasy version of the future, so he oh. doesn't even have, he just like it just it just charges when when he leaves the door when he walks out the door. Right, right. And it says uh, thank you for shopping at you know this place. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a thing in development. Either, either I I I. I think i think the one that's actually in use um is uh like reading uh fingerprint as identification so you don't swipe a card or tap a card or whatever but uh they just are able to see that it's you by uh, your fingerprint mm. and uh charge you that way i see that actually brings me to my uh security uh security uh tip of the day yeah let's have it never show pictures of your hands on the internet well uh because it's a it'll it's a it's like uh it'll it'll give thieves a way to steal your identity because you can uh 
read. You can actually uh, the the you know the the, the size of the finger bones. Like, uh, I mean, I'd have to I'd have to measure some. Uh, well, I mean, like everyone has like the top of my head. Everyone's finger bones size is has or is, is a bit different in proportion to each other, right? So, in uh, each uh, person's proportions of finger bones are unique. So if you uh if you show someone your hands, they can like copy those uh proportions of your finger bones and use it to hack into your identity. Uh well that that would be that would be pretty clever work. Uh I I I I think we will probably get to a point where uh like if if they're using identifiable uh I don't know parts parts of your anatomy uh to to identify you as a shopper and identify uh your your credit and that there probably will be things like that where uh where people are are scanning social media and videos and stuff and uh finding ways to charge i i, I think uh not just not just as an abuse of uh of privacy but um I I don't know a way to steal. Uh, I I I think uh, if we develop further this uh, reading a fingerprint as as a as a way to to charge credit or something, I I think that's going to have some some bad uh, results in. We call it biometrics in the business. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, I uh, I'm I'm not not really for that. I think I think. Uh, we should be developing technologies in different directions than that. Do you uh, unlock your phone with your uh, face or uh, fingerprint? No. Um, no. No, I, I I tend to buy the, the cheapest phone possible because I just use it for uh, calls and texts. Uh, I, I, I bought a phone... Um, uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago, maybe three, four, I don't know. And it was the, the first phone that I bought in like eight years is something. They did this this 5G stuff. And sometimes my phone wouldn't work at all. Uh, sometimes it had kind of worked. And it just went on for so long that I, I got another phone. And then I go in there and they wanted to get me on a payment plan because, of course, uh, the phone that I had that I was I was I was trading out, uh, which I was able to just buy and own before the new one. I'm not allowed to own unless I want to fork up cash because they want me to to kind of rent to own the phone so they can continue to hike the prices up past my ability to pay. Uh, but it, uh, uh, that wasn't your question. No, I don't. I don't use any any anything so it looks at me or anything. Do Do you do that? Do you do uh, thumbprint or face no. recognition no I, I use a pin oh i see i would use a flip phone uh it just i, I i'm not interested in in all this this uh extra business I, I i use it for uh contact and i don't like that i need to be accessible beyond like texts and phone calls and phone calls get gotten kind of upsetting. I, I will, 
uh, daily get calls from scam numbers. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a it's a little worse now, I guess, because uh, because back in the old days, they just called you during dinner, right on the home phone. Now yeah. they can call you wherever you are. You know, you'd be like on a hike in nature. You still get telemarketers. It's it's uh, and it's it's not always telemarketers that are in a yeah. quote unquote legitimate business. It's uh, it's genuinely people that are trying to scan scam you outside of the law. Not, not yeah. Like I I don't think I don't think telemarketing should be an industry. I don't I don't see that as beneficial to uh, the the human race where where somebody can call you directly and try to sell you something. I, I don't, I don't think that, you know, no, no uh, slander meant to anybody who's doing that so that they can live. But uh, as an industry, I, I think it's inappropriate. I don't think that it should be there. I'm actually, this is how I promote the show. I, I call numbers at random on my, on my cell phone. (laughs) And I tell them about the show. Well, stop it. It, it, This, this, all right, folks. The official PUD position is that we do not condone uh, telemarketing on behalf of the show, and uh, and, uh, and George is is going to be issuing an apology uh, very soon. Yeah, I apologize that I haven't started telemarketing our show early enough. Oh, earlier. Dreadful, dread, dreadful, terrible, and awful. Do I hear my spiel, my sales pitch? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, this is the first I'm hearing of it, so I probably should should know what you've been trying to poison people with. All right. So here's the script. Hello, sir or madam. <laughs> my name is George Shooter Nolan, one half of the podcast Terrible. I'm a co-host of a exciting new podcast <laughs> on available multiple platforms. If you'd like to listen to something that makes you laugh, cry, and think, why not give the podcast terrible a listen? Oh, you know, good. Yeah, you, you know what? We we ought to copy that and use that in uh, some of the about sections. <laughs> uh, like the the last video uploaded was uh, was uh, uh, George and uh, no, the, the the fellows talk about some crap. I I think I think. So I I uh, I think I think we got to copy copy your telemarketing spiel. Uh, you know, first sanction you heavily for uh, for bothering people with that nonsense. Uh, but maybe use that line ver- verbatim. It's a it's it was poetry. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that movie? Th- Sorry to bother you. Uh, no, no. Uh, it's but you heard of it, right? No, I mean I know what the words mean. So, uh, uh, that's, it was that's... a movie that came, it was a movie that came out a couple of years ago. It's about this guy who gets a job as a telemarketer, and it's a pretty serious business. Yeah. And he becomes like the best telemarketer to ever exist in the world. Yeah, how was was he a happy guy? He was, and then, you know, after a while, he turned out. It turned out his telemarketing. He was telemarketing in the service of evil, as opposed to what? Well, he thought he, thought he was just making some money, you know. But 
if it yeah. turns out like the company is working for is actively evil. Oh no. Who who yeah. would have thought? Yeah. Who who could guess such a thing has ever happened? I I, yeah. I, I would imagine uh that uh, you get you get a couple different types. You get uh, people that absolutely hate it. And then you've got uh, people that can really get into the, uh, like, like in, in Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross, the, the, you know, you, you, you paint on that shit eating grin and you just, uh, you know, cajole and manipulate as hard as you can. You just, just lean into the hustle. You know, I, I imagine there's some people that are really good at that and that there are just a lot more that uh, are kind of, I, I, I don't know, just, just growing more and more weary. Yeah, I think most people, they're not really using, they're not selling. Like all sales they've made, it's just because of brute force repetition. Like eventually, they just called enough people that eventually someone you know bought it you know i don't i don't know i don't i don't think uh i don't think that that would be a thing uh without it being profitable i'm yeah it is profitable yeah they wouldn't do it otherwise you know yeah yeah sure i I mean and and there's just got to be like one in a in a hundred i guess that uh that goes in for something big for it to be worthwhile. You know, you, you go through so yeah. many people that just, just hate it uh, to get to the, uh, the one that you can talk into something, probably, mm. probably somebody that doesn't hear you well or is old and just wants somebody to talk to, or just, just somebody who is in some way susceptible to uh, buying something that uh, somebody has called them about on the phone. Yeah. You ever bought anything from a telemarketer? Nope. Yeah, I I cannot imagine doing it. I I cannot imagine it being anything other than unpleasant to uh yeah. to interact with a telemarketer. And and then again, you know, these people are generally there because they have to be there. I I I don't mean to uh demean them in any capacity. Uh a job is a job. You you have to be there if you have to be there. But I can't. Like, I I, I cannot imagine getting a call from a, a salesperson and uh, being open to uh, to what they're trying to sell me. I wonder what's the strangest thing you've they've ever offered to sell you on the phone is. What me? Yeah. I, I I don't know. It's it's not really not really strange stuff. Uh, phone, insurance, internet, but you know I I generally don't answer the phone. Yeah. Um, I uh, I hang up if it's out of state. I any any out of state number I just decline. Yeah, I I don't. I I like like sometimes I'll get a. A phone number from a, rec- a a number I don't recognize that I I should have taken, and I learned that uh, by them leaving a message. I I never pick up the phone unless I know exactly who it is. I see. Yeah, 
that's that's the thing that's uh stinks about these days is that you it's everyone has caller ID. Back in the old days, and uh, you could, you know, it was an adventure finding out who's calling you. You know, when you picked up the phone. Yeah, I, I suppose there's some 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 value in that. I wonder how, I wonder how many friendships were, were struck when two uh, people just talk like the wrong number called. You know, probably uh, very few. I I would imagine. Uh, yeah, I. I I I couldn't see. Like, so if if somebody has the wrong number, I don't strike up a conversation. And uh, hey, let's let's go let's go hang out. Hey hey, let's go. Of course, I I don't. I'm know sure that's happened in a anyway. sitcom before. It's it's pretty. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably happened in real life. There are a lot of human beings, and there have been a lot of human beings during the period of telephones. Yep. Right. Uh, well, yeah, you know, we're we're kind of winding down right now, so I don't have time to tell you all about my uh, original Blue Eyes White Dragon Yu-Gi-Oh card. But uh, you know, we, oh. we have to leave them wanting more for something something next time. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to hear about that. That's yeah. unfortunate. Oh, we got sidetracked. Darn it! God darn it! Oh, my Yu-Gi-Oh Blue Eyes White Dragon. Car. I and how much and, is that worth? Like two hundred bucks? Oh my! I mean, now now, unironically, the the true, the 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 hey, not just for being cool, but uh, George, have I or have I not sent you an image of my uh, uh, blue eyes white dragon card? No. What? Yeah, I did. Uh, oh yes, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you just <laughs> I could <laughs> No, I just remember you threatened me cuz you're in, you know, I accidentally insulted you. Well, That's well, cool. I I I probably I I I I'm pretty sure I sent you a picture of the blue eyes white dragon. Yes, yes. It, geez, folks. It, I I uh, You got any you got any any shout out? Uh yeah, Bennington, Vermont. Oh wow, or Bennington. Actually, Burlington, Vermont. Oh, I don't, know, I don't know if there is a Bennington. I know there's a Bennington College, and I think it's in Vermont. I don't know if there's a Bennington town. You know. Oh, I like to. I like to think there is. I like a shout out to Burlington and Bennington, where wherever you are. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure they have a lot of good skiing out there. Uh, yeah, I hope so. You know, you, you just ski uh, in the city, ski, ski to work, yeah. ski to the shop, uh, ski, ski around between the aisles of the uh, the grocery store as you pick up your uh, cheap uh, ramen noodles. Oh yeah, but yeah, I I've only met one person from Vermont in my life, and that person was a pretty much a like a psychopath well i i i'm sure everybody without exception from vermont is delightful yeah i'm actually joking i haven't i've met one person from vermont he was okay yeah see see there you go uh well uh well 
on, on that high note, um, uh, on, uh, you know, I, I can only speak for myself and my uh, Blue Eyes White Dragon, original Blue Eyes White Dragon Yu-Gi-Oh card, uh, and, and, and also myself and the card. Uh, and I'll let George speak for himself, but uh, 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 all right, you guys. Do yeah. your duty. Yeah. Report for your duty. Report for duty. 